Welcome back to the SNH Farm Supply High School Highlight Show here on Jock 98.7 ESPN Radio. Certainly glad you've tuned in. And as always, the Missouri State Highway Patrol reminds us to take that three seconds and buckle up. It's three seconds that could save your life. Be safe, be smart, and be here tomorrow. And we're going to where that originated, Lebanon, Missouri, and the athletic director and head football coach of the Lebanon Yellow Jackets, uh, Coach Will Christian. Coach, hey, thanks so much for uh, being part of the show today. Absolutely. I appreciate uh, you having me. You know, that, that Be Safe, Be Smart, Be Here Tomorrow campaign, seatbelt campaign, started, I want to say, probably six years ago at Lebanon High School when I had Brock West and Hayden Brackett um, actually went with me. I don't remember where we went. We left the high school, and they got in the vehicle in the back seat, and they put their seatbelts on. And uh, I, I asked him, I said, you know, I, and, I, and I, I was happy to see it. I had mine on, and, and I said, We're, you know, you just, is that something you do every day? And they go, oh, no, if Coach Christian sees us anywhere, in a, in a vehicle, anywhere in town, and we don't have our seatbelt on, we got to run reminders. And I said, really? And uh, is, that, is that still a policy there for the, for the Yellow Jackets? You know, it is, along with, uh, it seems like, um, a host of things that uh, continually get added to the list each and every year. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that I, I'm sure all coaches feel the exact same way that I do. Um, you know, our, our job is much deeper than just winning games. And, um, you know, we, we need to do things to help them be uh, better people. And certainly um, the last thing in the world that any coach wants uh, is to have to go to a funeral of one of his players. And, I mean, that's, uh, I, th- what th- I think, would be the you know most awful thing that you would have to go through. And so certainly wearing your seatbelt is uh, gigantically important. Coach, uh, you know, this, this pandemic now, we're uh, basically a month, maybe five weeks into it. I've been here quarantined at my house since March 11th was the last day that I was actually in the studio. I'm doing more and more uh, of these type of interviews. Um, how, you know, as a coach and an athletic director, uh, you know, how are you dealing with this? Well, I mean, I, I, I think that more than likely I'm similar to a lot that, pretty lonely I'm sure you feel the same way um we are you know doing everything that we can to stay engaged with our kids uh through uh zoom meetings through uh canvas and other educational communication tools um phone calls text messages Uh, the engagement is really important and not just with uh our our athletes but also uh, with coaches. Um, I had a Zoom meeting with our coaching staff earlier today. Um, our head coaches here at the high school discussing the, um, the Mishia Board of Directors meeting from yesterday and uh, just uh, trying to, you know, continue to, um, you know, do things to honor kids. Uh, you know, I know that that's been a challenge trying to figure out how to uh, to take care of things like banquets from our winter sports season virtually, um, recognizing our spring athletes as best we can, uh, navigating our way through um, what a summer is going to look like because we really need to be prepared for several scenarios. You know, we're, we're back in June. 
we're back in July, we're back in August. So, I mean, we all of the uh, coaching staffs have to, you know, be prepared for all of those things. Um, and, and then, of course, uh, you know, just the normal stuff from hiring and, and you know, 2020-21 schedules and budgets and ordering and uh, everything is, is virtual and I will – uh, be ready to take my Chromebook, I think, and launch it um, and drive and see people <laughs> pretty soon. Yeah, it's just amazing how you know this this happens to kind of coincide with the the, the social media aspect, which were things that that you and I never dealt with. You know, we were in high school; Facebook wasn't around, obviously Twitter and things like that. But you know, how much uh, how much do you now appreciate your tech support staff that? You know, every school's got a, te- a technological ladies and gentlemen that kind of help run that. Well, now they've been maybe the most important people in your district to, to kind of keep it up and running and allow these Zoom meetings and allow this interaction with, with the students and the student-athletes. Without any question, uh, the tech support and our, our technology department here in Lebanon, and I know that uh, uh, the rest – um, at other school districts are, are just pivotal right now. And, and you're absolutely right. I mean, you look, if this would have happened in the early 90s, um, communication would be limited to uh, picking up and dialing someone's number. And, uh, I, you know, I mean, I, I think it would have been uh, almost none. I mean, and, and I can only imagine um, what that would be like to have that limited of communication. As you look over these this past month, you know what are some things? You know, I was visiting with Kirk Elmquist just a little while ago from from the Branson Visitors Bureau, and talking about just some of the things that I've learned and, and really been forced to learn. Uh, for example, doing this interview and recording it here at here at my house on my laptop, I've learned some things you know via that way. I've learned a lot about myself, one, because I'm quarantined here, you know, by myself. And, you know, what are some things maybe that, that you're going to maybe look back on that, that you maybe have learned about yourself or about your community here during this pandemic? Well, a lot. I mean, I and I, I've told this to, you know, several people, I think that the appreciation that we will have for so many different things is going to be enhanced. The the appreciation for face-to-face communication, face-to-face education. Um, I have a feeling that parents all over our country uh, will have a greater appreciation for our teachers. I, I think that we all will have a greater appreciation for uh, the medical profession and for those that are in the deemed the essential group from grocery store workers uh, to, to food service workers. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, there's going to be, a, um, you know, just a tremendous value placed to the things when they return. You know, for example, uh, you know, going to a game, playing on a team. Um, I think that, you know, there will be uh, quite a bit of uh, uh, motivation to appreciate those things because it won't be very difficult for anyone to be reminded of them being taken away. Absolutely. This, uh, you know, things are never going to be the same. 
and you look at uh, the people that you know over the past years we've since 9-11 you've had new groups uh, added to that hero status you know the first responders the firemen uh, the ambulance uh, the police officers the military and, and now you're going to have to put nurses you know and doctors who are on the front lines into that group and give them that hero status they're putting their lives on the line every day trying to battle this uh, enemy that's not seen you can't see it and you don't know whether or not you've been exposed to it until it's too late so they have uh, they've got my utmost respect as do teachers at this point I've talked to you know a couple of friends of mine that you know they've got kids at home and you know they may have two or three or four kids and it's like we can't get them to the dinner table on time how do teachers do this every day with 25 and 30 in a classroom so there's been a lot more appreciation for, for teachers as well uh, there along those lines and, and, and rightfully so I, I completely agree um, you know I, I always of course I you know I view things um, you know potentially uh, differently than, than some I understand that but you know I think that this event um, when it's all said and done when we get on the other side of it um, you know I think we're, we're going to be in a better spot uh, we're going to grow we're going to improve um, and certainly I don't want to sound insensitive to those that have lost their life uh, because um, that's awful and, and you know and, and my heart breaks for all involved but you know without any question as we learn in sport uh, adversity is how we grow and, and certainly as a country we're, we're in the midst of that right now and I know you've taken an, an opportunity here to maybe you know, send out some some reflective moments, looking back at at some of the great performances from Lebanon Yellow Jackets, and even going back, I believe, into to uh, Marionville time. Um, what are some of those memories that that you, looking back on, really you know brought a smile to your face, and maybe you got to reach out to someone uh, who was a part of some of those memories? Yeah, I mean, all of them. Um... You know, one of my goals through this um, is to try to, you know, do anything I can every day to, to bring positive uh, to this. Um, it's very easy to be negative and pessimistic. And so any positive that I can bring to, to anyone from our athletes to our coaches to uh, social media, I'm, I'm going to try to do. And, and that's, you know, what we and our whole my staff, we're we're trying to do by put out uh, these, um, uh, you know, posts on highlight videos and players that we're recognizing, and and uh, it's just a lot of fun. You know, the Marionville one. Um, I'm still uh, close to their head football coach, Peyton Grubbs. He played for me. He was on that team, and um, and so I communicated with him, and I just thought that it would be fun to to include them in that since I have that video footage and, and, and as time goes on, it's amazing. You look back, even then, it seems like yesterday, 2003, but, uh, it's hard to get your hands on that video. Um, and, and a lot of, you know, their community and uh, those players and, and the current players maybe haven't seen some of those clips. So, um, you know, that makes that part uh, pretty fun. We're visiting with, Lebanon Yellow Jacket head football coach and athletic director uh, Will Christian and coach you know as you, as you look back on those and I, I found myself 
and I visited with Kirk Elmquist a little bit about this as well. I've got 2,500 maybe contacts in my phone. Some of those folks I haven't talked to in 10, 12 years. Uh, I started reaching out to them. Have you been able to maybe reconnect? Uh, and you mentioned Peyton Grubbs there at, at 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 Marionville, but have you been able to maybe reconnect with some of your your former uh, maybe teammates or maybe a, coaches that you've coached with, or maybe even former players, uh, just even just to check and see how they're how they're doing? Um, some uh, pr- probably guy. I'm I'm not as good as I maybe should be. Some of it's uh, simply just from the fact that. Um, Surprisingly enough, um, with my AD hat on, I have been as busy or busier uh, than a normal um, non-pandemic time frame, which is kind of hard to believe, but but it has been the reality. Uh, but I've reached out to a couple. I reached out to uh, my head football coach that I played for in Nixa, uh, Rich Davies, and his wife, Joan. They're both in their 80s, still live in Nixa, and, um, and you know, some folks that... Uh, you know, I know we're older or in that high risk category. Um, wanted to reach out to some of them, uh, but I probably haven't done as good a job of uh, uh, covering as many probably as you have. But but I have some. Coach, uh, you know you uh, you guys there at Lebanon have done a tremendous job. I know uh, Kevin Lowry, uh, your high school principal. He may be the he may be the Twitter king, but he has made sure that uh, we know a lot of things that are going on. You know, what are, you know, you talk about making those plans that you don't know if they're for June, you don't know if they're for July or August. Uh, how often do you get to sit down with just the administration or maybe even some, some board members there and kind of maybe just put stuff, something, you know, on the calendar, whether it's a graduation date or, or a banquet or something like that? You have an opportunity there. Or are there people there at school with you? Um, well, I'm, I'm working out of my office here simply because it's just easier than making the effort to move everything back. And, and there is very few people here. We've, we still are operating the food distribution here at our school district. So our food services department, which is up in our cafeteria, um, and, and that team, uh, they're up there um, three to four days a week. Um, and then our counselors, um, are in and out um but for the most part that's it uh, this building is vacant it's it's alarming at times as i walk through here um but uh you know the thing that from from this pandemic that's been created is that we are meeting all the time it's just amazing and of course it's zoom which was new for me i wouldn't say that i'm a technology guru at all um, I'm certainly having to learn, though, very quickly. But um, but we, we've we've met a lot, and and just kind of what you said, uh, folks. I think it creates some hope for some of them by uh, having some things uh, put in place. So we have put a date to a rescheduled graduation. Uh, we put a date to a rescheduled prom. Both of them are in June. There is no doubt that, you know, we could have completely wasted all of that effort and time as it might not happen. But I think that the central goal with our school district was that, one, we wanted to create some hope. And two, we wanted to show that we are making effort to get those things in. And we will continue to do that up to a point, obviously. Um, 
and and I'm I'm hopeful. I, I'm you know I might be you know one of the few. I I don't watch a ton of news, so I'm probably more hopeful because of that. Uh, but um, I, you know I think this summer I I believe that in phases uh, things will um, get going again, and we'll be able to do some things into the fall. How. Uh... How's uh, how's everyone at home? Everybody healthy there? All, all the Christians pretty healthy? Yes, very blessed. Uh, appreciate you asking. Um, what they are, you know, uh, fronting at the bit uh, to uh, get back to normal, as I'm sure all kids are. Uh, but just trying to keep them active. Um, you know, I've got um, uh, my youngest is going to be a seventh grader, um, and and I've got a daughter that's going to be a freshman next year, and keeping them exercising and active and doing their stuff. And then I have a senior in my house and, uh, he is, uh, training for, uh, his next step to wrestle at jury. And, um, so they, they've been pretty good. And of course, uh, you know, we, we've taken, uh, uh, a few journeys, uh, to trails and tracks and places where we can still socially space, but, but get out of, uh, the, those walls of our house. Coach, uh, Coach Christian, what's the first thing you're going to do when you have an opportunity that uh, uh, the self, the, the, the stay-at-home order's been lifted, the pandemic is, we're pretty much looking at it in the rearview mirror. What what are you going to go out and do? You know, I haven't thought about that at all. That's an interesting thing that you bring up. I mean, I, I think that, you know, some things that, that jump into the forefront of my mind. I mean, I'm looking forward to uh, being um, at church um, and, and not, um, you know, having to do that virtually. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to my, uh, my sons and I enjoy going to baseball games. Um, you know, so, you know, there's a lot of things that, uh, you know, are coming up here that, you know, we're looking forward to doing. And, uh, there'll be a lot of work too. Uh, you know, obviously, um, once things get fired up um, in the athletic world, um, there's going to be a lot of itch, and we're we're going to be working pretty hard to get things done. I, you know, I know for example, in the summer, if if we are, let's say, we're released uh, the first of June, which I know is is potentially optimistic, but but again, I, I'm going to uh, stay on that side of things. Um, you know, we will be looking at potentially doing some things with our spring sports, even though they won't be tied to Michigan championships. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll want to do some things to create some closure. We'll have banquets. Uh, of course, I already mentioned, you know, our graduation prom. So, uh, so uh, for from that standpoint, the month of June and July, if we're released, uh, we'll be pretty busy uh, in my world, and 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 certainly when. I'm sure in most athletic administrators' worlds. Yes, and have you uh, been engaged with Misha with regards to? I know there's there's dead periods, there's 25 days of contact. Obviously, uh, some of these rules are going to have to be rewritten for this particular summer. Yes, uh, they um, had a board of directors meeting um, on Thursday, um, and. There will be news released on that very soon. I, I know it's been released uh, to myself, uh, but I'm not I'm not sure if that has been released uh, to the public yet. So I'm I'm not going to to mention it. But but they have made decisions, and 
Um, you should be able to have that information very soon. If it's not already been released, it will be soon. Very good. Well, Coach Christian, I certainly appreciate you being generous with your time. And I'm sorry I had to move this a couple of different times, but it it's uh, the nature of the beast, so to speak. But I, I really appreciate your time today. Absolutely. Uh, you know, here at Lebanon, we certainly appreciate uh, what you do with uh, with high school sports and recognizing them not only on this radio show, but also uh, through um, your social media outlet. And it's it's a great thing you do for kids. Hey, thank you so much. You you as well, Coach, and uh, look forward to the next time we get to visit. Have a good one. Stay safe. You bet. Coach Will Christian here on the SNH Farm Supply High School Highlight Show on Jock 98.7, and we'll be back after these messages from ESPN Radio. 